every place has a feeling of its own, a certain charm or a certain je ne sais quoi that gives its unique characteristics. Bali is no exception. It's a tiny little island, a part of a massive nation composed of over 14,000 islands. Yet this little spot on the map remains a paradise on earth. But what makes Bali a hidden gem is its culture, found nowhere else. Although it is influenced predominantly by Hinduism, the inhabitants of the island have a particular worldview that's unique just to them. A worldview is how an individual sees the world and their relation to others. It's your own personal lenses, seeing through your mind and thoughts and preconceptions. Every single person can have a distinct worldview, but generally cultural and social norms form the majority of it. Therefore, this podcast is aptly named Being Bali. Here we talk not only of the Balinese culture, but what to do, where to go, and more importantly, together we step into a different perspective, the perspective of the locals and why they do what they do. This podcast isn't purely for holidaymakers. It's also for those curious about ethnography, politics, culture, and religion. And of course, if you have a particular fancy for the island of the gods, you would definitely love this. I am one of those. I'm a lover of the island and a proud local. Although I'm not ethnically Balinese, I am Indonesian and I am a Balinese Hindu. I've been living here now for seven years and even studied their culture and religion extensively. My approach isn't purely academic. Think of me as your personal witty tour guide. So step in with me into the shoes of a local. Here's to being Bali. It means may auspiciousness be bestowed upon you. It's a universal prayer meant to spread goodness in all directions and to all entities. You'll see it everywhere in Bali from airports to hotels and signboards. It is the official way of greeting one another. It is hard to talk about Bali without mentioning Hinduism. Bali is a Hindu majority island in a Muslim majority Indonesia. In the past, the culture found on the island was found in the most prominent kingdom in ancient Indonesia, the Majapahit Kingdom based on East Java. It was a Hindu-Buddhist kingdom, welcoming trade from all over the planet. It was a precursor of the modern-day nation we see today. However, with the growth of Islam, the Hindu-Buddhists found a home in Bali and thrived to this very day. The religion found on the island isn't the same as Hinduism in India. Think of it as Hinduism stuck in time. With the conquest of the Mughals and the British, the Hinduism in India took on a different version. It kind of updated itself, while Bali remained. Plus the local culture and beliefs of the people colored the already accepting and embracing Hinduism that existed. So, Bali wasn't always a Hindu island. The Hindus took refuge here. Once high up in the mountains of East Java, 
there was a sage named Markandeya. He is a sage, a missionary you can say, from the shores of India. Upon the crater of the Raung volcano, he saw in the east a mountain in the distance. The mountain Tohlankir captivated him. As he meditated, he received a message from God to journey to the island beyond. There on the foot of this mighty mountain, he seeked to establish his hermitage. The sage finally reached the island and found a perfect patch of land for his new ashram. They cut down some trees to make way for farming and shelter. But to everyone's surprise, the sage's disciples died. That wasn't a very friendly welcome. The sage hurried back to Java and gathered more disciples and supplies and meditated to seek an answer. There he received guidance that the island is alive and permission must be made before chopping trees down for a hermitage. So Markandeya went back to the island and conducted a ceremony, a blessing to mark auspiciousness and seek permission. He buried holy metals such as gold, silver, copper, lead, zinc, tin, iron and mercury to form the spiritual foundation of a temple. He made a huge ritual to all the creatures that called the island home. He heeded the words of the gods made peace with nature around him, and successfully opened his hermitage. In joy, he named the temple Basukyan, which means safe or welfare. Basically, he was just glad nobody died this time. The mountain Tolankir is known as the Agung Volcano today, and this Basukyan temple still forms the very heart of the current mother temple complex of Basaki. The island in which the sage Markandeya found a new home in was then named Bali. Bali is not just a name of the newfound home. Bali means offering. Actually, according to the Vedas or the holy books of the Hindus, the Bali is a particular type of ritual meant for the lower entities and nature. Thus, the entire island is an offering. Isn't that beautiful? It's called the Island of the Gods for a reason. It's home to many altars and temples where offerings are made daily to appease the forces that forms the rhythm of our human lives. This podcast is an offering to the Island of Offerings. It is meant to make you open to receiving the blessings of the land and of the people. May peace be upon you. Om Shanti 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 Om.